1: Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, Jackie Dorkforest.com, thedorkforest.com, of course, if you love a determiner. And it is December. In December, you do not donate to the Dork Forest. You donate to your local food bank. That's right. Find a food bank. Go to feedingamerica.org if you're in America. And there is uh it's a link. There'll be a link to, to that on the notes at essentially dorkforest.com, which is allthingscomedy.com as well, which is the podcast network. Aaron Foley's uh, podcast is going to join over there at uh, Sports Without Balls, and it's a sports podcast uh, where two ladies, uh, Aaron Foley and Rebecca Corey, talk about sports. I uh, She asked me to be on, and then she realized that I could not be on because I don't know anything about sports. Um, she can come back on the Dork Forest to talk about sports, but it doesn't work the other way. So donate to a food bank uh, every other month. Donate to the Dork Forest. What the heck? And if you still want merch for Christmas or for uh, solstice or for Armenian Christmas, you can go to the merch store on JackieCation.com and get T-shirts and CDs and hooded sweatshirts. I have them in stock. I have hooded sweatshirts all sizes in stock. For the season. What the heck? And this month we have another sponsor. Remember you can, you could be a sponsor. And that's what Leanne Olson, who was on one of the last episodes of The Dork Forest of com, decided she wanted to sponsor The Dork Forest for a month. So, Know in your hearts that Leanne Olsen is a crafty, crafty dork, and she has a business called Geekiana.com where she prints T-shirts and sweatshirts and scarves and posters, and it's all dork-related. It's nerdy. It's geeky. It's Geekiana.com. So she also has her own podcast. So you can listen up to that and order up on that, Geekiana.com. My personal favorite, Watership Downton Abbey, the T-shirt. And I think there's also a poster, and you should get that. So let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. He's going to sing the Mexican hat dance at the end. He composed that. He sang in the beginning with Sarah Cohen, his girlfriend. That's right. Patrick Brady going to fix this audio. Does a vital work. And uh, he also does the YouTube teasers that are on YouTube.com slash the Dork Forest. And Vilmos fixes the website. That's right. JackieCation.com is done by Braniac. I think a... It's spelled, it's on the bottom of com. Link to that if you have any website needs. And other than that, let us begin. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I am actually um using lavaliers. I wonder how they're going to come out since this one seems to be attached to itself. Greg durian, welcome to the program while I unscrew the lavalier uh, cord from itself.
0: Hey, Jackie. How are you doing? I'm
1: <laughs> good. We're, I'm playing at Rooster Tea Feathers. You're going to go come do a guest set tonight, which I appreciate. I Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And um,
1: we're in the Bay Area, the beautiful Bay Area that people love so much.
0: Yeah, we're in Cupertino right
1: now, I think. I believe we are. Um, but it's Sunnyvale is where the club is, I'm told. Yeah. And, uh, and I've been enjoying a Vietnamese sandwich or two because that <laughs> is what they do good here. I do some good work with some Vietnamese sandwiches.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't discriminate when it comes to sandwiches. I'm kind of all about. Oh, I'll mix it up. You'll yeah. mix it up.
1: H- have yeah. you Have you tried the baguette uh, Vietnamese sandwich? I have not. Do you like that chair or do you like this chair? Better? Oh, I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. you're good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we we met. Uh probably four or five years ago now, four years ago. Something like that, yeah. Um and you were on a show out in the middle of uh nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at a weird sports bar full of very nice people.
0: Because my career is on fire.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Whose career isn't, right? Because you're willing to do stand up wherever the there's stand up. Exactly. Is it at Greg Osdurian on Twitter?
0: It is. Um, not that you'll spell that right, right, all you listeners out there. But It's
1: spelled phonetically. Those of true. Armenian descent will know that it's yes. just spelled phonetically.
0: Me, me and Jackie are unique in the fact that we are both Armenian comedians who do not talk about being Armenian almost at all. Right. I, You know, uh, Eric Dodorian doesn't talk about it either. Neither yeah, does John Hugasian, another... Uh,
1: James Zedomian. You yeah. know what? We're constantly not talking about being Armenians. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think it's more rare for an Armenian guy to talk about it.
0: I think it's just because... I just can't stand them. Well, you, uh, you don't like our people? I don't. Well, not. Um, or is it you don't like your family? Well, it's uh, oh, touche. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because I'm I'm actually not full blooded Armenian. Uh, I'm a weird mix. My mother's from El Salvador and my father's okay. Armenian girl from Beirut. Okay. Um, so, like, I'm a really odd, I'm a very San Francisco combination.
1: Right, right. So, your dad's, uh, what my father would <laughs> like to say is called Beirutzi Armenian. Oh, yeah. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel flattering yeah, when he says it, by Beirutzi's the way. Beirutzi's
0: and highest, highest Nazis.
1: The yeah. highest came it, from Armenia?
0: Yeah, they're like Protestants and Catholic Irish. It's just...
1: Well, cause, we're, um, we're old school. Cause we came, <laughs> uh, from Turkey. Back oh, okay. uh,
0: 100 years ago when the Turks drove us across Lebanon on foot. See, and that's the thing is that my family went to Beirut from all that instead of coming to uh, America or leaving the, right, leaving the area. Right, they stopped.
1: They stopped yeah. for falafel and hummus <laughs> in Beirut, and they yeah. were like, "No, eh, this will be fine. Because
0: they fell in love with all that beautiful Beirutsy scenery. <laughs> have you ever been to Beirut? <laughs> I have not. I actually really want to, and like I'm, I'm so terrified of going there because I've, I've had a surprisingly hostile Response to the fact that I'm half Salvadorian.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: it's really interesting. Like, uh. Like they
1: don't consider it white enough or something?
0: Um, they don't consider it Armenian enough sometimes.
1: Oh, we, well, yeah, I get that. But the, you know, um, I was in a, this is a, a classic, a classic story that maybe people might remember, actually from the old Blog Talk days, so maybe not, because nobody's listening to those. Blog Talk. Uh, Blog Talk, it's the first 200 episodes of the Dork Forest. We're on Blog Talk Radio in conference call. Goodness. Anyway, but um, I they sent, in L.A., there's so many Armenians, right? So everybody's Armenian. So when I first moved there, I did some show, and they sent an Armenian uh, limo driver. And he was like, Cassian. <laughs> and he ethnics out my name. And he goes, Is that Armenian? And I go, Yeah, yeah, it's Armenian. Are and Oh, uh, and, and
0: yeah. well,
1: No, no, no. He was super <laughs> hostile about it. He was like, You don't look Armenian. And I was like, Well, you could look deeply into my eyes and I'll sell you a rug. <laughs> but he, and then he was like, So who's Armenian? And I said, Because well, I, I said I'm half Armenian. And he, and he goes, So who's Armenian? I go, My dad. And he goes, Oh, then you are
0: Armenian. I love that. There's so many weird rules about ethnicity like that. Like you know, like it's the same thing like if you're Jewish. Like if your if your father was Jewish, then the family's Jewish and all this. No no that. Or, it's mo- or, it's, or the it's the opposite, yes, yeah, the yeah. opposite for Jews. It's so weird. Like, there's there's so many weird rules about that. It's called
1: racism. There's (laughs) absolutely no reason for him to get all up in my case. Because, I mean, with the Armenian thing, he's right. I don't speak Armenian. Uh, I can do church and food. You want me to make some manta? I can do it. Uh, I can make some kufta. I can make some pilaf. Um, but other than that, I'm and I can and I can go th- and I was in choir for ten years, <laughs> so I can sing along. Oh, with no. all.
0: I grew up in uh, at Calvary Armenian Congregational Church in San Francisco. A congregational? And, what does yes. that mean? Oh, uh, it just means a lot of us. I think okay what that translates into and um there aren't a lot of Armenian churches in San Francisco, so there's this th- this is one of them, and I grew up hardcore in the church, like really just I'm the I'm one of the only guys from my age group who left and didn't go to seminary.
1: Oh, okay, Which but you were altar boy about and a lot.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I taught Sunday school for a little while. You so did
1: I. So did yeah, I.
0: Yeah, when I was like in late late high school years, like junior senior.
1: Because you, you, who wants to sit through a three and a half hour service, you're exactly. like, no, no, I will be either be in Sunday school choir yeah. or I will teach Sunday school, so I don't have to pop up yeah. and down and up and down forever.
0: And can you speak Armenian? No. Yeah, I can barely. Like, I used to be able to do better, but like, because I grew up with my Armenian hardcore Armenian grandparents living with us.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. I
0: used to be able to speak when I was a kid, but my grandparents passed away when I was in my when I was in my teens. So. Bastards. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: so that you lost it. Yeah. It's a uh...
0: yeah. It was really inconvenient for me. Were they, they awesome? Died. Oh, they were great. They were so great. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. My um, my parents are smart, but not well read. Okay. Just, they're not bookish people. Sure. And my grandfather was an architect in Beirut. Okay. Um, so he was guy. super uh, he, educated. Oh, yeah. He illegally designed a lot of the jewelry Armenian jewelry stores in San Francisco, <laughs> uh, which I think is hilarious. And sometimes I'll think, and I'm just like, I was adopted. And then I'll remember my grandfather. I'm like, right. oh, that makes sense It just skips a generation, yeah, yeah. that's all. Because you're yeah. a little bookish, is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, I'm bookish, and like I'm more meticulous than my parents are. And like my grandfather moved here and became a carpenter. That's what they call... An unlicensed architect from another country.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, it's more handyman kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah. There's the 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 skill level of you know any number of <laughs> Filipino ladies who are nurses yeah. who then come here and wash clothes for a living, yeah, or do hospice care because that's <laughs> the only work they can get. But they're fully trained. Oh yeah, RNs, and so um, okay. So that's that's the Armenian, and then we met uh, doing the stand-up comedy. I, yeah. You actually contacted me to see if I would
0: do the weird pool hall. Yes, because honestly, I just wanted an excuse to work with you.
1: Okay, because you knew that I was a... Armenian? Or no, because I'm, I'm just a fan
0: of your oh, stand-up.
1: Okay. <laughs> I was like, because I thought it was, and uh, yeah, yeah. so then, um yes, and you usually, and and so you're dorked him. Let's finally get yeah, into it. Oh, yeah. What the heck? Let's bring it out, uh, which is Cigars.
0: Cigars. I'm a big. Um, I have the habits of an 80 year old man.
1: So you smoke cigars. I do. What? How did that start? <laughs>
0: uh, well, my grandfather was a cigar guy. Okay. Uh, my dad was never a smoker. My mm-hmm. dad was an athlete. Hmm. Um, and so I just my grandfather smoked cigars when I was a kid. And I just always I love the aroma of it and the scent of it. And then all when I got to college and I was studying theater... Okay. Um, Where'd you go to school? I went to a, a JC in uh, the East Bay. Right. Uh, Diablo Valley College. I did a lot of theater stuff there. Then I was going to transfer to a four-year, and then that's when I first started getting road opportunities as a comedian. Okay. And I'm like...
1: Never mind.
0: I'm, yeah. It's just yeah. like, well, like, oh. I, I'm a big dude. I'm like, I'm never going to play the lead in anything.
1: Right. Right. Um,
0: until so. Kevin James dies, my career is going nowhere.
1: <laughs> well, so. I was hoping I would take his place. I'm willing to be the female Kevin James. I might uh. have to destroy you now. <laughs> so, okay. So you started doing standup and, and, yeah.
0: um, okay. Yeah. I started doing stand up when I was 17. Okay. Um, um, which is funny. It became a much better fit for me than acting was because my acting career is a celebration of mediocrity, it turns out.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Um, so, yeah,
0: And I just fell in love with stand-up. And um, I w- was going to go to SF State to continue studying theater and film there because um, I never thought I was going to be a comedian. I thought I was going to be the next you know, Woody Allen or realistically Kevin Smith.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, okay but uh, it was always comedy. Yes. Co- yeah.
0: Comedy theater. That yeah. the thing is that I'm also a comedy nerd. Like, it's fun. My father loved stand-up. So I got exposed to it at a really young age, at like, you know, eight to ten. I was listening to Dangerfield and Jackie Mason and all these guys.
1: Okay, so he liked all of the '60s guys anyway, yeah, yeah, '60s like, and early are, '70s, and
0: yeah, like, I think the first album I ever listened to in its entirety was um, Dangerfield's No Respect vinyl because okay. my father had, and I would listen to it all the time.
1: And it cracked him up. He just loved that oh, album, he, yeah, And, and then you were on board,
0: yeah. I just, um, I got so into it.
1: It's a, it's a very basic. I got. I met him one time, uh, but um, I it's a very basic setup punch, right? It is,
0: yeah. It is just it the, an hour of just and it's set an up hour jokes, of setup jokes, okay? Set up jokes. And I love it. And now I can't do the story form stuff now, okay? Because that's not how jokes write in my head,
1: okay? Yeah, well, again, everybody writes jokes differently, yeah. right? I mean, so you end up doing. So he was one of the. He was one of your early.
0: Yeah. The first ones. Like it, Jackie's seen before, I always perform in a suit and tie when I'm on stage. Yep. And it's because all my favorite comics were that era, were like that Ed Sullivan era, and they're always suit and tie. Always suit and tie. Right, right. Um, And uh, it's a good look for a big dude, it turns out.
1: It turns out. It, it, it really cleans up a guy. Yeah. It really does.
0: Yeah, and um, it, I'm, I'm there a person. isn't
1: There isn't a female equivalent of it. I don't think because so. Because if I put a pantsuit on... I mean, Paula Poundstone. God love her. She should dress down. There's
0: no. There's no way that that works. There's there's a weird dynamic. It's either you go the if you dress up with a tie and things like that as a Mm -hmm. woman, you're either a cigarette girl. Or pants all pants there's no right. in between them well
1: it feels it's super butch yeah. or it's I mean even like I I saw Ellen the other day and she was wearing um a tie yeah but I mean you can't even wear just like a regular like lady pantsuit. suit yeah lady pantsuit it makes you look like everyone's 52 years old <laughs> and then you're the mother of three yeah. and but with guys it de- it de- it you look handsome, you look ge- genuinely
0: dapper, it brings it up a notch. Yeah, well it's funny is that I've been wearing suits and doing the cigar thing since I was like eighteen. Okay. And um so I'm Where do you get your suits, if I might uh well now I get good ones. You get a you, 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 <laughs> um, yeah, I invite a bit I, of a suit snob? Uh I wouldn't say that Would you like to be a suit snob? I would. I would love <laughs> so much. I would love to just open up to a Batman closet of the same suit, like, just lined up.
1: <laughs> all beautiful gray. To, uh, what, what, what's your favorite color oh, suit? Oh, It's just
0: black. Oh, uh, you're like a black yeah, suit. Yeah, a comedian friend of mine, a very funny cat from here in Joseph Anlin, said, I've devoted my adult life to looking like Otho from Beetlejuice.
1: Okay, <laughs> which I never saw Beetlejuice. Uh, it's amazing. I know it's it's one yeah. of the great movies of all time. Well,
0: just black suit, black shirt, and red tie, which is a Dangerfield homage.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Uh, I, I love the, the red, the power tie. Mm-hmm. Love it, all right. um, and um, yeah, it's just like it's. A, I'm a big dude in all black. Good plan. All right, it's good plan. It's always gonna work. Yeah, it's. Well, I just I taped uh, the one thing I spend a lot of money on are my suits. Okay, um, the suits, and I, I used to drink like a fish, and I don't anymore. The cigars are the only vice I put money into anymore. Okay, excellent. And um, it's funny, like I taped a DVD in October. Okay, and I, t- I told the crowd this. I'm like, you know, I was gonna try and lose weight for this because be on camera, right? And no, I just spent fifteen hundred dollars on a bigger suit,
1: right? <laughs> and that's bought- what
0: I ended up doing.
1: So you bought a really nice. Oh, suit. Oh yeah,
0: it's a suit yeah. that didn't exist before I had it made.
1: Okay, you had a suit made.
0: Yes. And I where it, do you uh,
1: Where do you go to get a suit made? Um, well, there's do you a, go a place. To Armenian?
0: Uh, no, I don't. because <laughs> uh, there, where I live, there aren't a lot of Armenians. I live in mm-hmm. the East Bay area, uh, in uh, Walnut Creek, Concord area. Oh, right. And not a lot of us. Okay. There are not a lot of Armenians there. Um,
1: but did you go to immigrants
0: for your suits? I did. She was, um, I believe she was Lebanese, so close enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> there and, was a fatouche uh, I, available. It wasn't. She, she didn't, she screwed it up a little bit, so I don't want to plug the place on here. Fair enough. <laughs> but I don't want what to... What was wrong with it? Oh, just like uh, I realized that when I went like this, like the sleeves were a little too short. She screwed oh, when that you, up.
1: Oh, when, when you stretch your arms yeah, out, the I sleeves are, arms, are just yeah. a, 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 Sh- doing a hair Doing your physical to... this
0: thing when I'm on right. a podcast. Right, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Radio show. <laughs> it's
1: so yesterday I went to the San Francisco Zoo, which would have been great with a camera.
0: Anyway. Oh, no, uh, I, I went to the zoo for the, uh, for the first time in years. Um, I took my stepson mm-hmm. to the zoo. It's his first trip to the zoo ever. Okay. Which blew my mind for some reason. I'm like, how have you never been to he's the zoo? 14? He's like, oh, because I'm three. Yeah, that's oh. why I've never been to the zoo oh, before. Oh he's three. Yeah, he's three and never been to the zoo, but for some reason the idea of never having been to a zoo before just boggled my mind.
1: Yeah, three he gets the he gets a pass on that. Thirteen, twenty two, 22, mm, different.
0: Yeah. So how did he enjoy the zoo? Oh, he loved it. Um I I, I don't know if he was more entertained or I was.
1: Uh, probably uh, you.
0: Well, my inner child runs the place. That's the problem. Okay. You know, that's why I do things like, you know, stand up instead of finishing a degree and things like that cuz I'm full of good decisions.
1: Okay. Well, no, I wanted to I wanted to do stand up instead too. So, but the thing about the suits, so you you always get black suits.
0: I always get black suits. It just get, kind of became my thing.
1: And and you spend a fair amount of money having them made or like when in you the buy last you a couple in the last like
0: 2 years, yeah. Um What are they made out of? Uh well the one I had made for the DVD taping and everything was cashmere. It was was
1: nice. cashmere. Yeah, it's a wool. Yeah. That's why it
0: was suit. that was really it was a, but a really thin soft and Okay. Yeah it was that's why it was so expensive because it was completely handmade right. and it was a really expensive material. I'm like I really want to have a really great suit cuz yeah. you know I I'm still me but yeah. at least people say like but he looked that was a good suit. That's right, he looked nice. He yeah. looked
1: nice. But, you know, but always look better
0: than your audience, right? I think Steve Martin said that. It, did he? Yeah. Okay, I
1: don't know anything about Steve Martin. I yeah. saw him in a Parent Trap or Parenthood or whatever, <laughs> uh, I, L.A. Story. I saw that. Yeah. And uh, but the uh, but who's the um, but like regular suits? Are they all wool too? Or but um, are, are they hot?
0: They can be, um, which is why my uh, persona in the summertime is a pain in the ass. Right. Is. Right. Because uh, I don't do well in the heat in a t-shirt and shorts.
1: And you can't do, like, a linen suit because they no. wrinkle so much.
0: No. Yeah, you can't do something like that. And I'm, real, so, I'm really a able like... A black
1: linen suit would be weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be... <laughs> I, eventually, I'm just going to go crazy and become homeless and just wear a potato sack with a tie around it. Black. Yeah.
1: Red red tie. Of course. Excellent. And, uh...
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. It's like, um... I, the, the suits got progressively better. Like, uh... When I first started wearing suits, it was a suit I had going back to my grandparents. The, my father bought me this really nice suit for my grandmother's funeral. Okay, and I turned that frown upside down, I guess, and started wearing <laughs> it on stage yes. and wearing it when I was doing stand-up. And I and just, was
1: it the first black suit? It was it a was, black suit because, black, because it was the funeral a yes. funeral
0: suit. The only suit I had before that that I absolutely loved is I was in uh in high school. I was in a production of the female version of The Odd Couple.
1: Okay, so there were two women leads. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, and it's set in the 80s, mm-hmm. and instead of the two British sisters, they're two Castilian Spanish brothers, and okay. I was one of said brothers. Okay. So the k- suit they had, they actually had a suit made for me to wear in this show. Nice. And it was a double-breasted leopard print suit, which is the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> said in my life. And I still have that suit. It Do you still have yeah, a picture like, of yourself like, in it? Because we could put it in the notes, my friend. Um, I will uh, I, remind you me to remind that me, email me that to, oh, yeah. Yeah, I will definitely oh, yeah. will. And uh, a little sixteen year old Greg as Dorian in a leopard print suit, and it's like a black leopard print. It's so it's so weird. That's awesome. Yeah, and well, the best part is somebody dared me to wear it to homecoming that year. And okay. Yeah, I'm going well, you alone. You don't even Why have not? to. Who you cares? don't have to
1: dare me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I want to wear this all the time. Exactly. It's like my Amelia air hat. You don't have to <laughs> dare me. I'll fucking bring that out anytime.
0: I know. It's, it's, it was such a great, and it was. It was one of those things that kind of defined my lack of giving a shit what other people think. Yeah. About what I do. Yeah. And it was. It was nice. Um, you know. A date and pussy might have been nice at homecoming, too. Sure. But
1: sure. What the you, heck?
0: You know, you take wow. what you can get.
1: All right. And uh, so what about, uh, so then, so do you usually, I don't even know if we can hear that, uh, somebody zoom, zoom, zooming outside the window. Good for them. <laughs> anyway, um, do you, so is it mostly wool suits is the question? Um,
0: yeah, different blends and those polyester blends and stuff like that. Okay.
1: So like a wool polyester blend. So it, it isn't quite as heavy.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you're going to wear something like one of the Kings of Comedy, it's going to be purple and green, and right. you know, if you're dressing like a Batman villain, it's probably going to be more of a blend, like one of the synthetic
1: right, right fibers and stuff like that. But for the summer, it'd be nice to have something that wasn't quite uh, all wool kind of situation. But do you usually wear the cashmere suit on stage now? Yes. Or do you, oh, okay, so you didn't just save it for the DVD taping?
0: No, well I, well, I mean, I I, I wear, I've like, you know, I've like, at any given time, I have like four or five suits that are just, Rotation. That, are, that are used front stage, and I usually have like two at the clean. At any given time and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Because um, it is surprisingly cheap to dry clean a suit. Oh, is it? And like, so like, I don't know why people like always complain about, oh, I have to do my dry cleaning and all this stuff. No, like, really? Because I have multiple suits. So I just said, right. you know, so I'm always wearing a clean suit. Right. My Thank biggest God. pet peeve is like guys who like wear suits that clearly have not been cleaned in a while. I'm like, yeah. what are you, a savage? Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. The, Andy, uh, He, he went to his first strip joint, uh, ever. He went to a bachelor party in Chicago and he had never been to a strip joint because every other bachelor party he had ever been to had been a board game bachelor party (laughs) where they just played fancy board games and, uh, or mundane, but usually, you know, his friends like a nice board game.
0: I'm going to compromise. I'm going to play Halo with a stripper.
1: Oh, there you go. All right. He's, (laughs) yeah, but he's never, and, you know, he's, he had never been, but he's a game designer. So he walks in and I get a text from him like an hour later saying, what is this game? And I was like, the game of strip joint? I don't think that's a game. I think it's just watching noodley ladies dance. Why does your husband talk like the Riddler? He does. Everything's (laughs) a game to him. It's like, it's sort of, I've been realizing this is everybody who's really into their work, who's really into their art or their dorkdom or whatever they're into. Like I'm constantly thinking about comedy. That's all I'm thinking about, right? He's only thinking about games and that's how he interacts with the world. So at one point he goes, Here's something I've noticed is that all the men who work here are wearing ill fitting suits. It's his it's his <laughs> pet peeve. Isn't that and I was like, Oh, okay, so the men I think
0: ill fitting suits bothered the heck out of me too.
1: As well, yeah. yeah. I thought they would. You're just like, Well, you don't know a tailor? You can't get that book yeah. taken in a little yeah. bit? It's not yeah. that expensive to like, get something taken in.
0: When you, if you have a really nice suit mm-hmm. and you wear it like it's a costume from the spirit store, I'm not going to talk to you.
1: <laughs> What's the spirit
0: store? Oh, the this Halloween stores. Like, oh, okay. If it just, you know, like it's the concept of like, oh, the Superman costume looks like Superman's pajamas. Okay. Because it doesn't oh, fit right. It doesn't and, like, fit it's all and, Okay. You know, I'm not. Uh, just, it's, you're on.
1: not wearing a costume. You're yeah. actually dressed in yeah, clothing like, do, that should fit you. Do you have to return
0: you? that suit to the to your father's grave? <laughs> is that what this is? Or? <laughs> Like, is it a close enough match, or right. did, what goodwill box did this come out of? <laughs> I say that like I'm a like I'm a creature of any kind of success in the entertainment world at all, but
1: but but the <laughs> thing is, is what you do care about is if the suit the damn thing fits. You yes. want the thing to fit. So well, that's I've not success. That's just life a thing.
0: Being a big dude at every stage of my life. And, um, we're having to deal with the stuff that sometimes stuff doesn't fit. Right. Um, and, um, I, I, learned the term moobs at a really young age. Moobs? Man boobs? Yeah, man boobs.
1: People are not nice.
0: They are not nice. That's um, how you make a comedian.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, those are assholes. Uh, I, yeah. I don't like all the weird new words for, for <laughs> bullshit. And you're like, and most of them are horrifying towards women. And you're yeah. like, I'm good. Why don't you just... I would rather be called an asshole than a bitch because I know what you think you're saying when you say bitch, and it's so very specifically anti-female that if I'm just being some sort of jackass, just say I'm being a jackass or an asshole, and then we can all be humans together instead of you also diminutizing my gender as a whole.
0: I have the luxury of being with a feminist lawyer...
1: Oh, right. That's your so partner, right, is, saying, a, is yeah. your lady.
0: So saying any of those things, absolutely terrifying.
1: Oh, deal breaker, man. <laughs> she would, I hopefully, I had a friend of mine who said that her fiancé called her a bitch the other day, and she said, uh, that will break us up because that it is not, it's so incredibly specific, and it'd be like, it's not, it, 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 there's no comparable male thing to it. Like yeah. calling a guy a dick? Uh, every guy's like, yeah, I'm kind of a dick sometimes. Because it's more genderless. You're just, and it, there's, you know, and then women who call other women sluts and whores just sort of open the door for all men to call them sluts and whores and to use the word sluts and whores. And you're like, I don't think you understand what you're doing with your joke hole.
0: And that's what's funny, the joke hole, which is another word for that. Um, Yes. (laughs) No, it's it's funny. The same thing with that is that, like, I try to like. I don't like making fun of people. Right. I don't because I was made fun of a lot throughout my life. Um, uh, I can still remember names. Of right. People. Oh yeah. Um, and there's a list. Uh huh. Um, uh-huh. That I don't have the motivation or the wherewithal to do anything with that list. But there's a list.
1: Right. Right. It, but it, you know, twenty years from now, they may want to friend you on some ver- future version of Facebook, and you're like, yeah. no, actually, yeah. I've had more interested. teachers
0: try and friend me. Uh, <laughs> on Facebook, than like former. Oh, like, I was a classmates. huge
1: nerd for teachers. <laughs> yeah. Teachers loved
0: me. Oh yeah, I'm one of my best friends now is uh, a former English teacher who oh, got cool. me writing when I was in high school. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, if he, when I met Stan Lee a couple months ago, he was with me.
1: Right, I saw that picture <laughs> of you and Stan Lee. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. That's yeah, he's awesome. not
0: in mint condition anymore. He is, no, no,
1: he's got to be in his late seventies, right? No, no he's
0: eighties. Uh, like he's eighty four, I believe.
1: Okay, that's genuinely old.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's. Yeah. It's like mommy returns. Right. Yeah,
1: I, but I, yeah, I I don't necessarily like doing mean comedy about other people, and then I don't like self-deprecating comedy. I'm, I'm willing to acknowledge what I look like in passing because the audience is like, okay, she should probably know that that's what she looks like, but I don't go into it. I mean, there's no, there's no reason to beat myself up either. No, see, my
0: thing was, my whole persona is very self-deprecating because it's just like, and it's that very dangerfield-esque kind of thing is that like, everyone else says i'm a loser but i'm going to beat them to it and i'm going to own it mm-hmm. and i'm going to turn it into a positive to an extent like i um like my, uh, if i like when i was listening to my new dvd that i recorded I, like what's it called it, oh it's going to be called um 50 shades of greg okay
1: oh very it's gonna nice it's going to be
0: the red my red and, tie on the cover excellent and when um, will it be released uh the cd will be out soon cuz we're releasing as an audio cd that'll be on itunes before Christmas. And okay. The DVD this will month be out. then. All right. Yeah. And the DVD will be out um, probably beginning of January.
1: And so gregasdorian.com?
0: gregasdorian.com. right. It'll be on iTunes, Amazon, all that I'll stuff. I'll link like the hell
1: out of it. Good.
0: Yes. Um, and, you know... I think you I think this is year line. That's like and you know, tens of people will watch it.
1: Uh not no, and that's stock. You knock yourself out. And
0: uh, so it's a career on fire stock. Yeah. Go what's, for it. What's funny is that I have another CD that I recorded a couple years ago, and that one was gonna be called Sometimes a Cigar Is Just a Cigar. Okay. And I forgot or, or that joke didn't hit for the first time in like five years. Right. And I thought on stage, wow, I'm gonna to have to change the title of the damn CD now. And I did the same thing for this one. The, the, um, Mr. Popularity was gonna be the original title of my CD, cause I, or my new DVD, cause I have a joke about how, like, when you're, you know, uh, if you wanna feel thin, you hang around with big people. Okay. So call me Mr. Popularity. That was okay. not a great oh, joke. A right, right. little throwaway joke. Right. And that was gonna be the title of the DVD. Yeah. And I forgot to do the joke. Oops. And you're I realized right. <laughs> that when I listened I'm like, I'm gonna have to change the damn title again, so I'm two for two on screwing damn. up titles. Oops.
1: Yeah, uh, I, uh, there's nothing to be done. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. My last DVD, the first hundred, the first thousand I printed, didn't yeah. have the title track on it. And then the label re released it with the title track on it. So if you have, uh, this, the, this is, it's never going to be bread. There's yeah. nothing, I just call it bread. But yeah. if you have my last album and it does not have the bread joke on it, uh, I owe you a buck because you should go on <laughs> iTunes and buy track number seven or whatever, uh, on the stand up records version of it, which has it on there. Yeah. Anyway. No,
0: it's, uh, uh, oh, that's what I was trying to get to before
1: i we we, we're weeding off a lot but
0: go let's do it uh is that like i don't like to make fun of people right um because you know i make fun of myself a lot but i don't make fun of other people unless you heckle me and then i'll make you fucking cry right um but uh i um i will make fun of someone in a bad suit oh right you will that's uh, the one thing
1: that drives you mad and you're like dude you can't you can't and, and the thing is, is, is that fun making or is that just really being of service? You know, in my family, we like to make fun of you hoping you'll change. <laughs> so, uh, that might be, maybe you're just trying to help. It's, I used to do more self-deprecating stuff. I think it's a sign. It's an early, I mean, I don't know, you've been doing stand-up, what, seven years?
0: Or? Uh, it'll be ten in February, Almost ten. Actually, yeah.
1: yeah. And and I'm a hundred million years old and been doing it forever, so I think of the first ten years as sort of the early times of doing stand-up comedy, which doesn't make any sense right. because everybody's comedy is as well as the next person's, you know? And... uh but the, what I do, because I used to do more self deprecating stuff, and it would make people in the audience uncomfortable and sad for me, mm-hmm. and so I I did it, and I still do a couple of those things. But I think that it it's to set to to reach to reach inside and find that stuff that hurts you and bring it out and talk about it. Yeah, really, I because I think that the instinct is really good.
0: Well, for me, my first the first hour I ever had was just nothing like I'm fat it's just all just I'm fat and this that's why a thousand this is off. Yeah. yeah yeah. And <laughs> which is gonna be the title of the autobiography, by the way. Um, <laughs> right. A Thousand Fat Jokes. <laughs> right. Um, and um so like that's and now I don't write those anymore. Right. It has to be a really good fat joke for me to write it. Right, right. It's
1: cathartic. Yeah. And uh but then but then yeah I uh I used to try to do stuff about it, but right now I'm opening my set with something along the lines of um I'm overweight, you may consider it addressed. <laughs> Because I don't have any fat jokes about it, but we've addressed it, and now I can talk to you about, I don't know, my obsession with reading. Yeah. Which is what my current favorite 15 minutes is on. But, Oh, the, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I love that bit. i Yeah, doing that'll be on my now.
1: new album. Very glamorous. And, uh, so, but the, uh, <laughs> let's get to cigars, though. Okay. So, your grandfather smoked cigars. Did yes. he smoke those Menudos? Did he smoke Menudos? Uh, he
0: did. He also, he really liked, uh, R&Js, Romeo and Julietas. Okay, uh, Julianas. Are, yeah, Julianas. There's a uh, Romeo and Giulietas. And, and where they're are a they really made? great cigar label. Uh, they have become a couple of are Cuban R&Js. There's uh Honduran ones and Dominican ones because after they've embargoed Cuba everybody's right. Let's find similar tropical places to start growing our tobacco. and right, right, like We'll take our plants yeah. and,
1: and from Cuba, plant them somewhere else, and they'll still taste different. I assume they'll or? still
0: taste different, but like really good, actually. There's a lot of Dominican cigars that I like better than Cubans, and there are a lot of crappy Cubans out there. Cuban doesn't mean good. That's the okay. common misconception. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like Napa Valley doesn't mean good wine.
1: Right. It can be any number of kinds of wines, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like so. I, there are a lot of cigars I love. I love. There's a there's a cigar club I go to in Walnut Creek, California. I'm going to plug them because I love the place, Casa okay. Bellicoso. Okay. And um, they're on uh, North. They're right down the street from my little weird barroom show. Okay. And they're this great cigar club, and I'm a member there, and I'm the only member, or I'm probably the youngest member by 20 years.
1: Okay. Because everybody <laughs> else is just yeah. a bunch of older guys just exactly. hanging out having cigarettes. You know, it's like it's
0: it's it's like it's. If there weren't women in there, it would be the He-Man Woman Hitters Club. Is what it looks like almost. Are there women? There are women. Okay. Uh, there are few things in this world as hot as a beautiful woman smoking a cigar.
1: All right, that is something you enjoy.
0: Yes, All right. which is why I am getting married because my lady loves smoking cigars with me. Right, that's great. Okay, um, it's one of the reasons I am completely that you fell for. Yeah. All
1: right, that's neat.
0: <laughs> and uh, what's funny is I love this cigar club because they have they have a humidor room. The size of this hotel room. Okay. And like, so it's like this gigantic room and wall-to-wall cigars. Like, So every, a
1: humidor room is clearly something dealing with the humidity of
0: yeah. how cigars are stored? Yeah, because you want to keep cigars stored in some place, um, you know, where really specific humidity, because um, that way they stay moist and they don't dry out. Okay. Um, like, if Is that
1: the biggest problem with cigars? Do they dry yes. out?
0: People don't store cigars well. Like, uh, you buy a little humidor box. Which is a wood box that's that's designed to keep the inside nice and humid. Okay. Um. You know. And is it electric or is it? No, no. It's just oh. if the they've had them for hundreds of years. No. Okay. And uh, they're just made a certain way. A lot of newer ones will have a little hydrometer built into it. Okay.
1: Oh, so that um, you can see how humid yeah. it actually is and try yeah, try I, to keep it at a, in the right spot in
0: your house or something. Yes, exactly. I'm I'm getting way more passionate about this. Than no, I'm that's good. <laughs> that's. What I, I dare you to bore me with the minutia, my friend. Do it. Yeah. And I just—it's um, funny. Like this cigar club is actually the only place on earth that physically sells my album. It's kind of hilarious. Okay. Like I love this place. And, yeah. It's—it's um, it's really. And do they
1: care all? They carry all different kinds of cigars. Or? They
0: do. Yeah, they carry um, all different kinds, all the kinds they can legally get. But like, here's the thing: is that it's really easy to get Cuban cigars. Um, I'm not saying I do this. Right. Right. We're, <laughs> but uh,
1: this is not legal advice.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've been up. Uh, I mean, um, some friends of mine have been up to Vancouver. Oh, and right, you and you can bring buy, them in. You buy the Cubans there and you take the labels off. And they're not going to do a lab test at Customs to see okay. if they're Dominican or Cuban cigars.
1: And how many do they bring in? They only bring in like a dozen or something. Yeah, I right? bring
0: in like a box which has like 25. Okay, and food.
1: are they the long ones or do you, do the
0: short ones? Um, well, you know, it depends on my mood. I'm kind of a size queen though. Right. I, I like really big cigars, okay. big gauge. Uh, usually Which are like,
1: like eight inches long, aren't they? Oh, uh, well, or? no.
0: Like they usually be about six inches, and okay. the 60 ring gauge will be about that thick. or something. Like that. What's oh, yeah, the diameter? Usually, yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a quarter, like a quarter and a or third. Or like a one and a third A little quarter. bigger than a quarter? Yeah. Okay. And um, so I like a big cigar. like um. Another pet peeve is like if you smoke a black and mild or something cheap like that around me, I'm going to make fun of you.
1: Too. Okay, okay. Like,
0: you know, well, when you like, I'll walk up to somebody like if you decide you're not going to be a sorority girl anymore and you want a real cigar, you let me know.
1: Yeah, my brother will often make fun of the fact that I take cream in my coffee. He's
0: like, you know, you could drink
1: coffee like a person, or you
0: could just have who just some drinks black coffee. What are uh, they, a Quaker?
1: Uh, he's a man. Uh, I don't know. He's just like I don't understand why. I, why don't you just have a hot cocoa? I have a couple of friends who make fun of the fact that I yeah, take cream I, I, in my coffee. I can coffee. brush
0: my teeth with baking soda. But I'm right? not do it like,
1: well and but it's comparable because they're just like he's he's a coffee snob is what I'm saying and uh, so so there's there's good there's good cigars and there's and there's mediocre cigars yeah. and what's what's a like if somebody wanted to start smoking a cigar because okay. now's the time to get into the cancer game now yes. it is yeah, let's yeah. do it
0: yeah Obamacare is going in
1: exactly this you're is gonna, the
0: time to get cancer this is it yeah' it's, it's, it's gonna be a hot commodity in about six months so you get on it now Um <laughs> Uh, let's see. My favorite ones, my favorite labels are mm-hmm. like uh La Gloria, um, LA,
1: like, two words, yeah, okay, uh, like La LA Gloria. and
0: then La Gloria. Mm-hmm. Uh, the full name is uh La Gloria de Cubana, and okay, great label. Um, Rocky Patel is a really great label. They're they've been around for 20 years now, I think, something like that, maybe a little less, okay, but they're a newer label, but they're great. um one of my favorite cigars is their vintage 2009. I think it's like they're they were all made in 2009, and they're so they're getting harder and harder to find over time. But oh, like wine? Yeah,
1: are there? Is that a thing too? Yeah, kind you can of?
0: age cigars and like uh,
1: and then try them and go.
0: This is this yeah, is a 2009. If, uh, yeah, if they're stored correctly, I, I suppose correctly, you can last forever. Really? all right or, you know, it's not like the it's not like the tobacco plants are alive or anything. Just, right, right. As long as they're stored well, properly, yeah. they're left. So
1: they, what, are they all just... Is it just a pile of tobacco leaves that are rolled together? Is yes, that how there you are make... Yes, they're different
0: types. Uh, they're different... Because they're not shoved with types. tobacco. No, no, no. Yeah, it's it's literally... They're literally just rolled and rolled and rolled on top of each other. Okay. Uh, and then the outer layer is different. That's... Uh, the wrapper layer is going to be a different plant. And... Um, it's really hard to explain. I'm trying to. I'm showing her visuals, which is great for you guys listening. Right. And <laughs> I, I'm I up here like I'm like I'm a deaf interpreter. Like right. It, right. My yeah. You're using your
1: hands. Yeah. But no. So it's all tobacco. It's all tobacco leaves rolled super tight. Yeah. B- surrounded by some other plant.
0: Yeah. I look forward like to a grape to leaf. Is e- somebody emailing you with a better explanation of this?
1: Well, I'm sure someone <laughs> is yelling at their iPod right now. It's called a thingy bob. And uh, and you're like, excellent. Well, you should email me at Jackie at JackieCation.com. Knock yourselves you out.
0: And um, it's it's funny because um, they do yeah they they roll the different layers there's the there's the filler which is the main part of the inside right then there's the wrapper which is the outer part and then there are different parts of the cigar's anatomy you know like there's the head there's the there's the main clay. body or yeah there's like the main body of the smoke and also like there. Cigars are spiced and seasoned in different ways, which I love. What um, do you mean? Like there are some that have like uh, like darker blends, like a Maduro cigar, which is going to be like a visibly darker cigar, right? Uh, almost like a black, almost black. Yeah, uh, those are ones that are going to be generally spicier, uh, have a little bit more of a bite to them.
1: Do they add stuff to the leaf,
0: or is it the way the leaves are grown? Um, a little of both. Okay, uh, they do add things to the process when the leaves are drying and fermenting and all that.
1: Okay, so um, they can sprinkle them with whatever, yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, like they're a cayenne or a black kinda, pepper. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like, in there are different ways that they, for lack of a better term, spice the cigars. Okay, Um and I, I love them. Uh, I love the the really darker ones. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: what do they taste um, like? So the black know, licorice. Meeting,
0: or? Uh, no, no, no. Just like it's gonna taste like. <laughs> are they sweet? Uh, it's hard to say. It's like you're gonna, it's gonna taste like a cigar, but okay. it's gonna have like more of a bite to it, more of a. More of a burn. Okay. Um, like, I don't... If you've never smoked a cigar before, don't start with Maduro's. Okay. Because it's going to put you off and you're going to be like, oh, this is horrible. You're
1: going to choke and cough Yeah, and it's be, an acquired taste. Yeah, yeah,
0: And, oh, all of you listening that are going to try this, don't inhale a cigar for the love of God. Don't inhale a cigar. Don't inhale it. You don't inhale a cigar. So you what do you do? just puff on it and enjoy the taste and the aroma and just blow it out. Okay. You don't inhale it into your lungs. A uh, cigar is way too harsh, way too dark to do that. It's not like smoking a cigarette. You're, You're not exhaling
1: yak. out of your your nose like a cigarette or a no, or no, a pot. no. You're just
0: literally just puffing okay. on it and blowing it okay. out, and just enjoy the aroma, enjoy the taste. Don't inhale it, or you will yak.
1: You will you will get <laughs> ill. You will yeah. become you. You'll get sick. I bet. Yes, I've yeah. never tried a cigar myself, so. Yeah.
0: And all of my nerdy pot smokers out there that want to try a cigar too, don't do both at once. Why? It won't end oh, well. Oh, because it'll taste weird? Or? No, it'll also make you sick. Oh, okay. The only time I've ever gotten sick from a cigar in my life was when, was you were when high. I was I was smoking pot. I don't smoke pot often either. Right. Uh, I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of a little girl when it comes to stuff like that. I'm really okay. not into it. And uh, it really made me really sick, just horrendously sick. Okay. To combining the two. I had a roommate once. Cut open like a twenty dollar cigar mm-hmm. and like fill it with pot and roll the blunt of it, and I like, I almost threw him out of our place, like, because <laughs> it was it just felt like such a waste. Yes. Was he
1: a cigar smoker? He was not. Okay, so he didn't know. So no, he no, just no. he was like, I believe well, well, deviant is you, the word for him. Well, you're like you like you like cigars. Yeah. I like pot. Maybe yeah. we can do
0: this together. No, that's way more thought than this guy put it. No, yeah, you yeah, think? Yeah. okay. Oh yeah, totally. Um, It's like
1: you might have been, but so um, yeah. How long does it take to smoke a six-inch cigar?
0: Um, for me, I can. I'll usually smoke one in like thirty minutes or something like that. Most people like probably forty-five. Okay, so you puff the heck out of a cigarette, a cigar for it can be an hour. It can be, yeah.
1: Okay, so you can sit around and have whatever, have a beverage and, and just smoke a cigar. Exactly.
0: One of my favorite things to do in this world is sit down with a good scotch and a cigar. Okay. Um, and talk about elephants I've shot on the Serengeti or Excellent. something
1: like that. Yeah. a very Hemingway kind of moment. <laughs> very is. glamorous. Yeah, it's just
0: me and I'm just imagining I'm sitting as to Alan Quarterman.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's Alan Quartermain? I forget who that is.
0: Oh, um, British explorer, like fictional British explorer. Okay. I think he's fictional. Somebody, I might be wrong about that. Okay. Like I'll, League I'll of Extraordinary Gentlemen.
1: Okay. Oh that's Alan Cortermain.
0: Oh, that just fictional. Yeah. That's
1: very uh fictional <laughs> if he's in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. And uh I'll link him in the notes. There you go. And uh so that's uh Okay, so so there's there's they wrap them and then they do that and then yeah. and then they dry them. Yes. Do they roll them wet and then dry them, or roll um, them when they're freshly cut? a couple different cut? ways they're done.
0: Okay. Uh, a couple of different ways they're done. Like they're hung. The leaves are hung. First. You've seen a tobacco leaf? They're gigantic.
1: No. Okay. Okay. They're,
0: they're, they're about the size like of a cation. Like three feet. Yeah. They're about, Is a, like we'll, we'll use Jackie as a scale? Five foot four. The, yeah. There's a, there's about they're about a cation tall. Somewhere. All
1: right. All right. So they're and, over five feet tall.
0: Yeah. If you're ever driving through Kentucky and you see these weird gigantic leaves, that's tobacco. Okay. And um. Uh, they'll take them and they'll dry them complete like they will be these huge rooms where they'll just have hundreds of tobacco leaves just drying out okay then that's when the like seasoning process and things like that began and, they'll throw uh, salt yeah, in it yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah, <laughs> salt and whisper sweet nothings that's uh, how they prepare them. Okay. and, and um, they'll uh they'll do that and it's all done by hand too like it's it's it's, there's no process, There's no machinery to no, do this. No, not, not with quality cigars. Okay. Um, there are a lot of American crappy ones that are like sold that are just churned you know, out. Yeah, like, from seven, some like cigars you can get at Seven Eleven are made yeah. by machines. and things Okay. Like that. Uh, but real cigars are made. Are completely handmade. Um, I used to do a joke on stage like, I don't smoke, until with a small Honduran family died making it. That's excellent, my, excellent. Because uh, <laughs> I'm a man of the people.
1: Because exactly, <laughs> it's like you're always trying to look out for the little guy. Yeah. And uh, okay.
0: And um, so it's it's uh, they do this whole hand process. So everything's done by hand. Um, most of the bigger companies will just have that stamped on, like just like branded, like just like. Handmade cigars. Oh, okay. Uh, so
1: you'll be able to tell.
0: Yeah, you can yeah. tell. Anything anything you're gonna buy at a reputable cigar place is gonna be handmade. They're not gonna sell anything that isn't there.
1: Okay, and, um, and those are like smoke shops, right? Yeah, those like
0: are smoke shops. Um make sure, sh- like a lot of head shops that sell like pot stuff will sell <laughs> cigars too. Right. If it's you really usually, want a cigar, don't go to those places because they don't know what they're doing. Okay. It's they're just a cigars, side business. Yeah. Of,
1: it's like the gum to them. They're yes. just selling mints and gum and cigars.
0: Exactly. Okay. Like, uh, it's it's like, oh, so you you talked your dad into buying you a water pipe, quote-unquote. Right. And he's going to look at cigars while you're in there. Okay. <laughs> like There's this great store in Concord, California, and it's – uh it's 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 weird. It's like they went into a twelve-year-old's mind yes. and designed a store. Is it they a mix sell, of hot
1: topics and Spencer gifts?
0: It's kind of hot topics, Spencer <laughs> gifts, plus a head shop where okay. they have water pipes and bongs, and they sell cigars. But they also sell BB guns and like paintball stuff. Oh, it's so weird! And All like, right,
1: well, you had me at BB guns. Quite yeah, honestly, yeah, I love it, a BB gun.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's such a weird, but it isn't, mess. it
1: isn't the place to go to get a no, decent no, no, not cigar.
0: At not at all. I'm not going to say the name of the place, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's like go to a cigar club.
1: When you work, when you work the road, do you try to look around for a,
0: a cigar shop? Uh, if I'm on the road for a long period of time, like longer than a week, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'll try to find places. Normally, I have a little. Uh, I have a metal humidor, like a little metal travel humidor that right. I take with me. Okay, it looks like the box the tesseract got put into. <laughs> if that paints a picture for all of you listening. Which
1: I always think of a that that's the um those cases for Deal or No Deal. That's what I always thought <laughs> that they were putting the tesseract in, and I was like, guys, you could have you could have done something. Yeah,
0: I've got a cigar humidor that looks like it should be handcuffed to a secret agent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a model. Or a model, yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and you, th-
1: you, if you fly, you got to check that, right? Yeah. Or can you? I usually push- just put okay. it in my luggage, and
0: okay. I, it's always opened. It's oh,
1: right, free. and the TSA, there's always a TSA card in yeah. it saying, we had to look at this.
0: Yeah, and at one time I was missing two cigars. It annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yes, thank you, Idaho. I'm, right. I'm still annoyed about that. Right. Um, and, um, oh, if you're, if you're a cigar guy and you're traveling and you have a butane cigar torch, uh, empty it. Make sure it's completely empty. Don't have there be any fuel in it because they'll confiscate it. And I always how much do out, they cost? Um, anywhere between you know ten dollars and you know thirty three thousand dollars. Okay, like. so like, my grandfather because he worked with all these uh, jewelers in San Francisco, uh, and he was a cigar guy. One of the jewelers he worked with gave him a Calibre lighter, which is a really expensive, high-end cigar lighter, um, and it was completely made of gold. Okay. That's like a $3,000 cigar lighter. Right, My right. grandfather left it to me in his will.
1: Now, I... Wait, I think I... I think I heard somebody say that
0: you should always light a cigar with a match? Um, That's like the purest way. Okay. You never light a cigar with an oil lighter. Like a, like a Bic or a Zippo or something like okay. that. Okay. Because for one, you can taste the chemicals in the smoke. Okay. When you're doing it. You know, if you if you don't know better, you wouldn't notice it probably. Right. But if you're a cigar guy, well, you know you this w- already. Right, yeah, right. But, uh, you want to do the c- Yeah, the, you want to do the match. match Or what a lot of guys do is they'll uh, take a match and they'll light a piece of cedar. Okay. And they'll light the cigar with the burning little strip of cedar wood. Okay. Uh, That's one way to do it. Um... But if or you have a this, butane? Yeah, you can do butane. butanes odorless and tasteless. Okay. You don't notice it. And if you smoke big cigars like I do, it's a really efficient way to get a gigantic cigar burning. Okay. So I'm not, you know, I'm not one of those people that's talking more that, about it. Right. The
1: the, the the lighting of it, you're not going to use a Bic, but yeah. you don't need a match. Yeah. If I'm saying. on the roof of the punchline in San
0: Francisco, okay. I'm not going to light it with a match. That's not going to happen. Okay. It's too windy. Okay. I'm, I'm a realist. All right. So I have this, you know, I have this like three flame, you know, uh, butane torch. That looks like it's designed to cook meth.
1: Okay. Right, right. Uh, and sure. I'll just
0: whip it out and Super light a fun. cigar. And, yeah. It's kind of, all the comedians, uh, in San Francisco yes. know if I'm at the show because they can't breathe as they're walking up to the club.
1: Because they see the, the cloud of cigar yes. smoke happening. So, um, but when you, cause I know that, like, when Janine Garoffolo travels and she, she looks for bead shops, cause she's like, whenever she's in a town, she's like, I wonder if there's a cool place, cause she does beading. Like she makes beaded bracelets and necklaces and whatnot. That with was her, her biceps. Just well, the, with her biceps. That was her dorkdom. Okay, <laughs> she likes to collect enough. beads and, and, and make necklaces and stuff. So she's always looking for some weird crafting store oh. when she goes traveling, right? And I was wondering if you would ever did that when you go traveling and, and look for the, like, if there's a cool smoke shop that you, know, you can browse.
0: There is. There is. Uh, what's funny is that the smoking laws can be weirdly specific in certain counties and stuff like that. Like, um, for instance, in Concord, where I live uh, in the East Bay, there uh, you can't smoke. They made an ordinance now where you can't smoke anywhere in downtown.
1: Okay, uh, yeah, that's you true. You can in smoke Burbank. behind
0: building. Yeah, yeah, know. And all the comics that live in Burbank wait to watch you light a cigar. So, so you can get popped for their, for their entertainment. So Um, nobody warned you? That's you comics of flappers. Um.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes, it was was, uh, Rihanna Archer who just told the story because she uh, taxidermy, her dorkdom was uh, she taxidermy stuffed animals. Okay. She makes a, she mounts a stuffed animal heads on uh, on on taxidermy boards. It's fucking wow. awesome. It's hilarious. Interesting. What yeah. would she be doing if she wasn't a comedian? I wonder. Uh, but she said she's <laughs> not even alone. There's a huge community of people who taxidermy stuffed animals. But she um, well, In the grand was scheme, was of things, a,
0: there are a lot of serial killers too. But sure.
1: But it's a uh, but it's a uh, uh, she does uh, she lit a cigarette outside of Flappers yeah. and nobody stopped her. And even people walking by, she said, were just gave her like glared at her and nobody said anything. Yeah. Until a cop came up and said, "What do you think you're doing?" And she was like, "What am I doing? What's happening?" And he goes, "You can't smoke on this side of the street." And she was like, "Someone should. That should be a sign." Yeah. And why isn't there a sign? Yeah.
0: Thankfully, the cop let me go when he Where saw he my her ID because yeah. I'm like, yeah, "I don't live here. I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. here working." And in a she's club. from
1: Canada, so he yeah. let her go too.
0: Yeah. It's it's yeah. But all the comics just watch. They see you lighting <laughs> up. And they just wait for you the, to get popped The people just, the people, the
1: people just walking by d- don't say anything either. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Cause I, uh, I would think that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's they, I, I would bet that they're not even paying attention to you. I'm so oh, sorry.
0: No, uh, the, the, no, I got, I got applause afterwards <laughs> from like four comedians. Well, they probably saw after
1: you got pulled over. They were like, Oh, there he was. But, but I don't think, I always think to myself, they're not thinking. And uh I'm mostly right that uh, no, no nobody's plotting against me is what I usually think. Well, call me
0: an optimist then. <laughs> right, exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> You're like what's going to happen? So um so you like the darker cigars and you like the um and 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 it's not just cubans.
0: Yeah, it's not just cubans, they're you good like cigars the dem- from all over the world. Okay. Um you know, generally if it's not Latin American, the but- you're probably not going to be worth it. Oh, uh, actually, they, the Cameroon cigars come from Cameroon, Africa, and those are delicious.
1: Okay. But again,
0: very dark, very spicy. I don't recommend them for a beginner. Right. That's an acquired taste. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because uh,
1: there's really good, um, and because this does kind of remind me of, of
0: coffee a little bit, because there's, there's like... A, a lot of similarities between wine, coffee, cigars, scotch, like the way the different treatments and things yeah, like that. There's and, a lot of similarities.
1: And, and, and like, do they grow, um, cigars in, in like Southeast Asia or or Hawaii? Um, in
0: Hawaii, a little bit. Southeast Asia, I'm not that I know of. Right. But that's actually something I'm gonna look into now.
1: Not right, right? Because it, it might just be blew my mind. I might have blown your mind a little bit there, because they have really good coffee yeah. from both of those places. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd think wherever coffee grows, yeah. the tobacco would also that kind actually. Of thrive.
0: That's really true, actually. So that's something I'm gonna look into. I think uh, it's weird. There are these weird... Just like with Cup of Coffee, there's like what? There's that weird bean that gets crapped out by a puma or something that's worth like...
1: I mean, the there's coffee. some sort of coffee that you're yeah. supposed to want, and it's a, and it's the, and it's in the defecation of some animal. Yeah, because
0: it ferments in their digestive tract or something like that. Yeah. I'm waiting to find out about a cigar like that.
1: Oh my god, that like, would be a, like, so a, funny!
0: Like in, like some uh, some baboon uses this as a nest and we right. leave waste <laughs> there. And like, right, that's and the, that's, that's the, the spice. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: the beautiful spice. The weirdest thing about um, coffee to me is I'm not a huge snob about yeah. coffee, but. You Starbucks always has that Christmas blend that comes out now, and I, unsubstantiated, I have no idea if this is true, but my theory is that they just take all the leftover beans and sweep them up and put them together because it's, it's always a mishmash. It's like Ethiopian, Kenyan, Bali, all these different, and I'm like,
0: why as wouldn't it? As far as I know, it is not. I was a barista. Okay. I'm sorry, I was a partner.
1: Oh, were you a That's partner over at you. Starbucks? Yeah,
0: they call you a partner to make you feel like a winner.
1: Okay, excellent. <laughs> I was a I, I was a kinkoid, but uh, <laughs> at Kinkos, but it might not have been. what was, We were I think we were associates. Oh, okay. It's uh yeah, it was like it was like a partnership of some sort where I earned six dollars and thirty five cents. I also ago. worked
0: for the Picture People. If you remember what that is, I don't know what that it's is. It's a chain of uh, family photo studios. Okay. Uh, and I worked there for a few years, and there they call you a performer. Which, if you're actually studying like theater, is the most patronizing thing on earth. Yeah, that's
1: not cool. <laughs> and did you take pictures, or
0: were I you? I did, I took pictures. Uh, I'm really into photography, that's another thing I love. And before I was doing stand-up full-time, I was doing weddings. And things okay. Like that. Um, so yeah, I, I got. Do you still take photos? Um, I do. I still love it, um, but just for art just and for just art for now, yourself, yeah. yeah. yeah for myself in the sense that nobody wants to see them.
1: Well, and what, are <laughs> they? Are they? Um, do you? Are you digital, or or
0: do you have? Um, I'm digital. i uh, when I started doing weddings, I that's when I converted to digital. I love film. Mm-hmm. Um, I I my parents when I was still living with my folks when I was like 18, 19, I put a lot of thought into turning this tool shed they had into a dark room. Right, but that takes a lot of money. Oh, Turns does out, it? Yeah, oh, I can't, uh, all the Because it has to be super and, dark, or well, it has to be super dark, but like also the chemicals and all the equipment to like develop film and things like that. Okay, It's a pain in the ass,
1: and you have to, and you run through it, and yeah. it has to be and it's expensive yeah. to begin with.
0: Exactly. So you can see how passionate I am about my art. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, but I mean, the thing is, is, with the with the with the introduction of digital film, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. That that I think that people have been able to, I mean, it, I just joined Instagram. I don't give okay. a shit. Uh, <laughs> why, why do I have to, cause the pictures aren't as good as on the regular iPad photos. Yeah. They're doing something. The pixels are more grainy or something.
0: Yeah, I think, I think what it is is they haven't updated the software on the Instagram. Okay. Um, for all the high res cameras now. Um, because yeah. I just, I don't. It's not a new. Paying attention no, 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 no. Well,
1: I don't have. I don't have a new iPad. I have a, an, uh, I have an iPad Mini. Okay. So it's not like the the latest high res iPad three kind of thing. I don't know
0: we need to get someone from Instagram on this damn podcast now.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. You Need Come to on. justify what you're doing. Come out of the woodwork, folks. Yeah. Um. All right. So what uh, do you read? Any? Uh, I always ask people if they read any books. Do you have any
0: uh, suit books or uh, cigar books? Cigar books, I do. Oh yeah. Um, People got in the habit of buying me books about cigars for my birthday and things like that. And there's a great one. uh, It's called The Complete Guide to Cigars. And um, I don't know the name of the author. Is it a coffee table book? It is is a coffee table book. It's not like – but because it's – Because it's
1: got photos, I bet.
0: Yeah. It's like one of those – like have you ever seen one of those big The Complete Guide to a Certain Superhero books? Yeah. It's like one of those for cigars. Okay. It's great. It's – and uh another reason why I love my lady is because she, v- without me knowing, stole that book from me and read through it vigorously.
1: Oh, to sort of catch up.
0: <laughs> yes, to be Could. part
1: of your life. So,
0: so, so she started like dropping. She did. That, she did that with Dangerfield's biography too. Like okay. she stole it from my bedroom. And just like read it on her own and then started name dropping like You guys
1: should sleep fact. together.
0: We should. Anyway, we should, yeah. uh,
1: so uh you should have just the one bedroom, it'll be a lot cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh, we're working on that. Okay, excellent, yeah. excellent. And uh, but it you know, it is interesting because a lot of couples um they say things like, That's your thing. Yeah. You go do your thing and have a good time at it. <laughs> but I'm a huge fan of I mean, granted, I'm I'm in i f I'm I'm in the dork forest. I'm yeah. curious about other people's dorkdoms. Yeah. So whatever Andy wants to do, I'm like Oh, sure, I'll do that. but yeah. I'm not as into it as him. I mean, yeah. she may not be as into cigars as you are or yeah. Dangerfield as you are. Well, it's comedy. funny is
0: that um yeah, we do have our own things. like I have um, for instance, I have my comic books, and she has success in making money that's okay. <laughs> Does she read like did she read Lean In? She that, that,
1: uh, d- does she, cause that's that, uh, the woman who, the CEO, one of the, one of the muckety mucks over at Facebook, uh, it's a, it's a great feminist, um, sort of, uh, okay, so it's
0: not like the secret or something like that. No,
1: no, no, it's, it's, uh, okay. it's, it's an amazing, it's this C- CEO, she's probably, she hasn't read it. Okay. She, uh, has probably heard of it. Especially Fair because she is a, uh, you said she's a feminist yeah. lawyer. She is. Yeah, so she's probably heard of it.
0: What's funny is that like, for all the, all the dorks listening, I tried to get her to, I tried so hard to get her to like Daredevil. Because he's a lawyer. Right. And I'm like, oh, you'll <laughs> love this. And she's like, this isn't realistic. This is, like, no.
1: No, <laughs> it is not. She
0: critiqued. The legal writing in the book. That's, that was the best part. That was yes. my favorite thing about her reading it.
1: Yes. I think, uh yeah, I just had uh, Brandy Brown, a comic from Minneapolis, uh-huh. on. And her dorkdom is uh, the Supreme Court. Okay. And she wrote uh, a play about the Supreme Court where Wisconsin repealed the law of gravity. And so she called lawyer friends of hers who were like, the law on that actually doesn't work. what are you doing? And uh, and they really got into the minutiae of the law. And yeah. then Sotomayor was on Sesame Street okay. uh and doing a sketch on Sesame Street with one of the puppet monsters, right? Okay. And uh oh I know, a baby bear and um Goldilocks came okay. about the chair uh, and, oh. and they wanted Judge Sotomayor <laughs> to judge who was at fault <laughs> and what the reparations was. And that's, uh, that's pretty
0: topical for Sesame Street, actually. That's oh
1: my funny. god, you should that episode was amazing because I did not know that Sesame Street yeah. has the most topical. They have um Special Letters Unit, Law and Order Special Letters Unit. The letter M was missing. Yeah. Home Lamb.
0: Apparently Dana Gould is writing Sesame Street now, I guess. Right,
1: uh, I guess whoever's <laughs> writing Sesame Street, it's dark and awesome. So Not unlike but, Dana Gould. Not unlike okay. Dana Gould, who is awesome and yeah. dark. But, uh yeah, it's... Yeah, but yeah, the whole daredevil thing. Oh, yeah. and Pat Neswalt's wife, Michelle McNamara, yeah. was on the show, and she was telling me because uh, she's a true crime dork okay. that he walks around with comic books and goes, "It's too bad you don't like comic books because you'd really like this one. <laughs> <laughs> this one's about true crime." I don't know. I don't know if you. And she's like, "I'm not reading it. Get away from yeah. me." But I wish she would because yeah. you know you. You want everybody to at least try your dorkdom, right? Well, I right? got her to
0: watch... I, I'm getting her to movies now. Like, I got her... We watched all the Marvel stuff.
1: Okay. So, like, okay, so Avengers Iron Man or and Ages Captain America Shield now and, and, Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: and um, I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, it's great.
1: Yeah. It's, it's great. It's, it's getting a lot of shit on, online, but I like it.
0: Yeah, well, that's because it's a thing that exists. That's I guess
1: why. it's true. Uh, um, but I mean, even like I thought it was—it seemed relatively credible. to people not like hating on it, and I was like, "There's not going to be superheroes in it yeah. because it's the rank and file, right?" Exactly. And it always takes a minute for everyone to like the characters, and I like them okay. And so no one far. likes
0: Joss Whedon stuff until it's canceled, anyway. So. Right?
1: So there you go. Why yeah. you gotta be a hater? Exactly. I love. It. I, I genuinely really like it.
0: Yeah. No. I, what's What's uh, funny is that uh, there's
1: one more episode coming out. I know.
0: I'm yeah. excited. I I'm, I just caught up on all of them like today. Oh, literally. good. I hooked up my laptop to my TV and just watched them all. Excellent. And um, I'm really excited. Although I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to swing this. My wedding is the day after Captain America comes out. Ooh, or Captain Winter America Soldier. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make that work.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, the night of your wedding you probably can't go to the midnight show. Yeah, anymore.
0: and I can't talk her into going to see it on our honeymoon.
1: Oh yeah. You might um, have to wait. Yeah. You know what? It's still going to be out there. Don't worry about it. It'll be okay. Uh, Where are you guys going on your Are you going on your
0: honeymoon right away? Uh probably, like pretty close to like When are you guys getting married? Uh we're getting married April 5th.
1: Congratulations. Cuz our
0: first date was April 1st. Okay. But that's a Tuesday. Okay. So, so April 5th. Yeah, so April 5th will be that Saturday. Oh, and that's neat. Yeah, it's um Are it's guys- kind of amazing. I can't believe I found someone to put up with all my crap.
1: That'll be beautiful. And she is uh she is to be uh, wished luck. Yes. <laughs> and you are to be congratulated, which is, I guess, yes. how that's supposed to, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the fence about how many comedians are actually going to be invited to my wedding. Right,
1: well, what do you, where, do you guys know where you're doing it? Uh, yeah, it'll be in San early. Francisco,
0: yeah, we're looking at, we're looking at places right now. We are, however, oh, I can't believe I didn't talk about this yet. We are having a Batman wedding.
1: Oh, that's what I needed to know. That yeah. was I was like, "Is there going to be a theme?"
0: <laughs> yes, we are having a Batman wedding. Uh, we are going to be married by my friend Shant Barsubian, a very Armenian name.
1: That is very uh, Armenian.
0: He is. Uh, are you guys
1: going to be married inside of a well while
0: uh, <laughs> by, while bats be thrown at you? Well, we're trying to figure out a place to have the ceremony, but my and this is funny. My fiance wants us to be married by him dressed as Batman. Okay. However, he is five six. Okay. So it's not gonna be a big Dude, Batman. And pocket Batman. Let's do this. Yeah, but if we're gonna do it, I want him to go all out. I want the voice like dearly beloved. We're <laughs> gathering here. Like I want him to do the voice and everything. Like we're gonna uh we're trying to find the right ratio of Batman and not tacky. Right. Like she's not gonna wear a veil, she's gonna wear a little lace domino catwoman mask. Okay. Instead of a veil, and like uh, so, she
1: sounds like a giant dork as well. She is, but in That's so awesome. many different
0: ways. like she's a big Star Wars dork. Which okay. is a Great thing, like like her mom car has a st- has her as a stormtrooper and a little stormtrooper next to it. Okay. Adorable. And yeah, it's great, and like uh, and <laughs> she's amazing. Every okay. time I every time I look at her, I'm like, when you wish upon a star, because it's just like I well, never thought I'd meet a girl this perfect.
1: Very adorable. Greg has durian. Yeah. It's been an hour. It's Congratulations. Uh, oh, thank uh, you and so much. That is neat. Everybody, <laughs> at Greg Osdorian on Twitter, Greg Osdorian, uh, standup comedy dot com, uh, new DVD coming out in CD. So tune in, folks, and thanks for listening. Take care out there. Bye. Well, that show was awesome. Let's do the credits. Patrick Brady, he fixes the audio every week. He also does the teaser videos on youtube so patrick brady is an awesome guy and i thank him for his work mike rickberg sang the song you heard at the beginning composed and sang it with his girlfriend sarah he's going to sing it about a heartbeat for uh, the mexican hat dance and vilmos fixes my website jackiecation.com so support him and his work thanks a lot you guys take care out there bye
0: my hat my hat my hat they're dancing around my hat, <laughs> my, hat my hat my hat my hat well what do you think of that